Oh, baby. Turn it on up, everybody. Turn it up. Get turned up with us. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DMV Rebecca's Podcast. Let's go. Give us air horns, folks. Let's go. Give us air horns. There Let's it is. Go. Presented by Shady Rays and coming to you. There it is. Coming to you live from Stadium Swim. A very windy Stadium Swim. It's never been this windy in Vegas before. In fact, when did the wind pick up? Did you notice? About five minutes ago. Maybe as soon less as sat down. But why would it do this? Why would it do that to us? <laughs> Guys, we have a great show for you lined up. We're going to be joined. We got uh, D-Line and Superstar Dev waiting in the wings. They're going to be joining in for segments Superstar. two, three, and four. But we have some guests for you that want to give an outsider's perspective on the Denver Nuggets. We have one friend and one enemy. Do, do they want to? <laughs> I'm sorry to call you an enemy, my friend. <laughs> no, he's, he's Team CHO now. <laughs> he's, he's moved over. Yeah, part of the Bulls now. There you go. I got Harrison Wynn with me, of course, and the wind is literally in his hair at the moment. I mean, five minutes ago, I did sit down in this chair. That's that, right. That was kind of when we got started with this thing. And then we are also joined by the GOAT, Will Goatlieb. Hey, guys. <laughs> from CHO. And then, of course, from PHNX. Gregory Lewis Esposito, but most people call him Espo. Suck it, Phoenix. Oh, I said that wrong. He did it oh, wrong. No, I said it wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> now, I wanted you guys uh, to come on, and I wanted to handle this first segment because, you know, we've been talking about the Denver Nuggets for 365 days. Um, we did win a championship. I don't know if you guys were paying attention to that. You I don't know, know if I you saw something about did that. Did you see that? Yeah. You saw it on the, on the ticker there. But I wanted to get a perspective from people not with the Nuggets and obviously one neutral Eastern Conference foe and then one, you know, sort of rival foe and, and kind of go from there. But, Will, you know, as you're watching this run from the Nuggets, were you surprised? Like, honestly, what was your big takeaway as you're watching this run happen? I guess I was not very surprised. I think a lot of people were just like, they're going to fail because Jokic can't defend pick and roll. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, that's not all of it. Like, you can't defend them either. Right. And, and at a certain point, if you have, like, the most dominant action in a game, you're probably going to win. And the Jokic Murray pick and roll, most dominant action probably in the league right now. This is why you're the GOAT leap, though, because most people, and I'm the same way, by the way, there's, like, four or five teams that I have, like, multiple layers of takes on. And every other team, you need one take. Yeah. And that was the Nuggets' take, like, oh, pick and roll, they can't stop it. It's like, Don't need to why go are we overcomplicating things? Like, you just can't stop that. The uh, funniest part is... Day one of the playoffs next season, I think it's going to come back. What? Just spam Jokic in the pick. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's like, the, that's like the closest thing you can do to try to stop. But, like, yeah. if, if you can't defend him, and, like, we, we all talk about how dominant Giannis is and how he's unguardable. The Steph Draymond pick and roll, how unguardable that is. Like, Jokic in himself is that dominant and then also makes everybody around him dominant, too. And right. it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It was an awesome run. Were you, did you have a team you were pulling for? I was definitely pulling for the Heat because of our what? guy Jimmy Butler. But really? once, once it got to the Your finals, guy, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy buckets, <laughs> you know, he had a great stretch with the Bulls. A lot he of people did. like just and then started hating to, and him. Then they didn't want to pay him. So. He's still he's still Jimmy buckets. <laughs> um, but then yeah, once it got to the finals, it was like DNVR Jimmy kind of kind of same. We just, we beat Jimmy. You beat Jimmy. Oh, man. Dude, wow. that's incredible. Our guy, our guy, Goat Leave. Um, and then, you know, Espo. obviously, Espo, we have, have, we have a different dynamic here. You know, we obviously went head-to-head. -head. It's been a three-year. Would you call Denver-Phoenix a rivalry before this year? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I think when you look at it, what happened and we all look I hate the Suns and Four guy. Can I make that clear to everybody here? <laughs> that he did no favors to anybody in Phoenix, and that, not a fan uh, of it. But ever since that moment, I think you could qualify it uh, as that. And uh, you know, and honestly, it's it's a, a weird dynamic, and especially in Phoenix because you now obviously have what we want. Something, and as much as we like to act like we're different, we're very similar in the fact that you guys went a very long time before Larry called Denver home. We're on 55 years now. It was like, 56 for us, so yeah, 55, yeah. you know, maybe the, 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 here it comes. Yeah. Dumber. So I, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. But honestly, I think, I don't think you guys got a fair shake. And part of that, I think, is our fault because we were the number one seed uh, the year before and failed in, in pretty spectacular fashion, let's be Interesting. honest. And yeah. I think that that tainted you guys going in as a number one seed in Denver because everybody was like, well, look, just because you have regular season success doesn't mean right. that it happens. Yeah. But the difference was 
And if you tell anybody in Phoenix I said this, <laughs> I'll probably have you killed. Uh, I've got the outfit for it out here in Vegas. But uh, I, Jokic was the best player in the league, has been the best player in the league. So when you have that guy, you overcome so much. And finally, you guys had, had the healthy roster around right, him. Right, right. Like, believe me, I get injury history. I get how that can it can take down a team. And once you add all the pieces together, it's pretty obvious that you guys uh, were one of, if not the best team. And, you know, 2-2, two, two, uh, after a- after you guys went up 3-2, it was, it was done. Everybody knew that you guys were going to win the title. I think the Suns Phoenix, knew so. it, too, actually. I, I, well, based, honestly, based on that game six. Well, honestly... There were some injuries there, too. I'm not going to say that that's why the Suns lost, but Devin Booker was hurt. AL, Put it here. And, uh, his ankle, his foot was hurt. Oh, so, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. So, yeah. He had a sprained ankle. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember but that's I mean, the thing with, like, a long playoff run is, like, you have to have the right breaks. Yeah, and, yeah for sure. you know, after three or four or however many years of, like, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter and all these guys, like, it comes together at a certain point. And, like, that was... It's kind of like baseball where you just kind of like things come together. It's like a magic playoff run. And it's it was nice because it wasn't like this five straight years of Warriors-Cavs, Warriors-Cavs, Warriors-Cavs. And to just kind of like get the right breaks. Like you need that. It's part of it. Well, we kind of are in an era right now where, what has it been, four or five years in a row with a different champion, I think? Because you had Warriors, you had Raptors. I guess, no, it's only four. You had Raptors, Bucks, Bucks Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets. Oh, it's five. Yeah. So it's going to be six this year, too. <laughs> oh, there, so. there you go, man. He's coming in hot. This run has not calmed Espo's confidence <laughs> no, in the, the, the league. The Clippers are winning it? <laughs> yeah, the Clippers again. Maybe uh, maybe the midseason tournament yeah. winning the whole thing. Um, they got a tough group. But you just called Jokic the best player in the world. And, you know, to us in Denver, that's probably the most validating part is that we've long believed he could be this and that, you know, the MVP and all these things. But you have to have a championship to be able to really declare it. Is that something you fought before this run? Or is it something that now that you saw it on the stage, you're like, okay, now I'm on board with it? I think it's kind of what you said where – like, you need to put the stamp on it with the championship. But, like, we're talking about a guy who was two-time MVP, could have been easily three in a row. Like, he was always right there, and it was just the question of, like, can he defend a pick-and-roll, which is yeah. kind yeah. of a kind of a lazy criticism. Right. So I think he's there. I mean, he's obviously in the top three. You know, it's debatable if you want it to be. But, like, he is that guy, and you can win a championship with him as the best player. And he's, like, the best statistical player. And he gives you, like, the best chance to win in the regular season. It's just – it's kind of – it is what it is at this point. I mean, you don't you don't win back to back MVP. Part of the problem is he doesn't look the part, right? right. And that's ninety percent of the and problem. And I think it's that's crap both. because when you watch what he does on the court, it, it's hard to deny that he's something special. Now everybody tries. In Phoenix, we tried. I I did it myself. I'm not going to lie, but when you watch it on the court, what he's able to do, I don't think there's any doubt that he's the best. Yeah. Now. Now, do I think other teams can catch him by accumulating more talent than uh, than Denver? Of course. Look is that, is, is, that, is, is that so. what happened? Wait, sorry. <laughs> right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right, before we go there, though, yeah. I want to ask this. Kevin Durant, to me, was pretty underwhelming in that Denver series. I mean, Devin Booker was incredible. Were you? Did you feel the same way as me that you're kind of like, is this... Is this what we get from KD? Yeah, but underwhelming Kevin Durant is still a guy that is, yeah, he was good. is he was good. averaging more than most guys ever could dream of. Now, that, that yeah, but you traded you traded half your roster for him. Like yeah, it, he also came in, was, hurt himself right away, played uh, nine regular season games with this team. Like, if you think that that's the Kevin Durant that's going to be playing for the Phoenix Suns this year and over the next few, I, I think you're kidding yourself. And I don't, I, and I, I don't think that's what you're implying here, but a lot of people are looking at that. And no, nobody, I don't care who it is, nobody's coming in with only nine games going into the playoffs and, and playing at their full potential with the team. He basically was playing a glorified Mikhail Bridges role uh, in, in Monty Williams' offense, and you just don't use Kevin right. Durant like that. So part of it was that, and that's why they made a coaching change uh, as well. So I, I, that's not the Kevin Durant you'll see, but yeah, it was underwhelming at times, uh, and that was part of the problem. Gottlieb, let me ask you this one then. KD, three years ago, toe-to-toe with Giannis, outplayed Giannis in what was one of his best playoff performances, and they lose. Then he gets swept. And then last year, you know, they, they go down to Denver. So I kind of look at this, and I kind of – I don't know where I am on, on KD, to be honest with you. I'm not quite sure where I am post-injury, like, if he is capable of being that guy. I look at that roster, and I go, I think Devin Booker's the guy. And I think KD is like a – 
overqualified second banana yeah. in a weird way. And then now you have Bradley Beal, which I don't know. But with KD, are you still buying him as like a superstar that can carry a team to a title? It's kind of in a similar situation to Jokic too, where it's you've got like a group of five or six guys that could be the best player in the world. And then like whoever wins the title becomes the best player in the world after that. I think KD is there. Like as much as I dog the Bulls for continuity and like running it back and yeah. doubling down on this same thing, I do think there's something to be said for having played only nine games. Right, right. I think he'll look a lot better. Um, you know, I, I think he can still get there. Um, the injuries and the age, like, he's he's not getting better necessarily, but I don't think that he's, like, completely fallen out of that group. I think it would take something to sort of prove that he still isn't there in that group, um, but I don't think he's, like, completely fallen out yet. You don't need him to be that, though, in Phoenix, because as you said, Devin Booker is that guy. Bradley Beal's now there But, but, I, as but this well. is the thing. Are we just conceding this? Is this weird? It happened so quick. Like, if you asked me eight weeks ago the pecking order of the Phoenix Suns, I'd be like, well, yeah, KD, and then you got Booker. Are we just – we're just like, no, it's the other way now. I, I think in Phoenix it's always been – it was viewed as it's Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and then everybody else on Did that Did you feel roster. that way, Wind? Before this playoff run? No. They, Me neither. They seemed very much on the – I mean, Kevin Durant, people still call him the best player in the league. I mean, they're they're completely wrong. But um, – <laughs> There you go. Can we get some security over here, please? <laughs> Can we get some security? <laughs> um, no. Dude, before the play, people still put Kevin Durant in the best player in the NBA conversation. They still do, which is crazy to me. I mean, he's not there. He just doesn't have the impact on the game that a Jokic or a Giannis do. Right. I mean, he just doesn't. Um, he he does one thing really, really well, like as well as anybody in the history of the game yeah, does. But, but he doesn't. But as we saw in this last game, you double team him, and it's two years in a row now. And this is why the sweep thing to me matters a little bit. The, the great players. You can't take anything away from them. You just force them to the thing they're worst at. I feel like KD sucks at double teams. How are you going to double team him, though, with this roster? Like, Well, well, maybe that's the solve, but, that, but there's a difference between you can't double or a guy can't handle a thing versus yeah. we have to build a roster that takes away your ability to do right. that thing. But what, what I was getting to, though, was that the Suns are Devin Booker's team. Like, he is the number one guy. That That is his team. He's the, he's the face of that franchise. Like, the Suns are Devin Booker's team, yeah. and, and Kevin Durant's the number two. All he right. Is now. Let's do this game real quick, and then we got to get out of here. But, um, Wind, you can go first. Give me the case for why the Denver Nuggets, you're going to be the judge here, Well, Give me the case for why the Denver Nuggets are going to repeat as Western Conference uh, champions. Well, we haven't gotten to the Bull Bull discussion of this. Which is <laughs> an entirely separate How podcast. can I forget? Um, but the reason why is because I don't think the Suns learned anything from the playoffs last year. The Suns doubled down on offense. And like that wasn't the reason why the Nuggets beat them. They still can't stop Nikola Jokic. They they still can't stop the Nuggets. Can't slow five. him. Can't slow him. They can't even slow him. So I, I just don't think the Suns really present that many more problems for the Nuggets than they did last year. Espo, give me the case. Why is it the Suns? Well, you say that they didn't do anything to solve defense, and yet they hired a coach that is renowned for his defensive prowess, getting the most out of his players, and turning bigs who have not been the greatest at defense into much better in some cases stars on the defensive end Got, yeah the suns now have a starting five four you know it's four that i would put up against <laughs> we still haven't gotten the bowl i'm not gonna act like whoever that fifth guy is is gonna is gonna have a major impact but i would put uh, the suns four stars against against the Nuggets guys, and the only win that I think you guys wholehandedly have is Jokic. And anybody building a roster with the hope of stopping Nikola Jokic is an idiot because you're not going to be able to stop Nikola Jokic. It's what do you do with the other guys, and do you have the the firepower to go out there and go toe-to-toe with the Nuggets? The Suns have that. They bettered their bench significantly. They got better at three-point shooting significantly. This is not the same team that was out there, and the Nuggets got a little bit weaker on the bench. So now, in a, in a series that really with when it was full roster versus full roster was at 2-2, I think this gets a little bit more interesting. You're not going to see him fold the 10. That was that had a lot to do with Monty Williams. 
He ain't around anymore. You're not going to have choke jobs where you're down by 40-plus in a deciding game uh, anymore. Maybe not. Uh, you're not. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. You add Bradley Beal, who is uh, a, another otherworldly offensive player. You can't double-team now, and if you do, you're going to pay the price, whether it's D.A. rolling the bucket or Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, or Kevin Durant scoring. And whoever you slide there as, a, as the fifth is going to be a three-point threat. Eric Gordon, Utah Watanabe, uh, whoever you put out there, Kate Beta, Diop, uh, you're going to have I, I got to say something. Oh, no. Kate Bates Diop, I have never seen a role player get hyped up more then Keita Bates Diop has gotten hyped up since he signed in Phoenix. Have, like, seriously, have you watched Keita Bates Diop play? Yeah, and see, <laughs> look, I'm not saying he's the savior. Did you look at how much they right. paid him? All right, we got to keep it. We got to keep it moving. Like, Hold on, we got to keep it moving. A guy. We got to move. Not it. a guy. All right, Will, give us the case why the Bulls will. No, I'm just kidding. Give us <laughs> continuity. Yeah. All right, who made a more compelling argument so, to you? I think I agree with Espo's case, but I ultimately agree with Harrison that like. It might not matter. Okay. So, like, well argued, but wrong. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you there's nothing you can do about Jokic I know, anyway. It's like, so it's I like can double just, down I can just sit on. Up here and say Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> He's the that, ultimate that's trump fair. card. Yeah. You you double down on offense because there's no answer for Jokic, and you hope that that offense can outgun yeah. the the Nuggets' offense. I think they did some great stuff, but at the end of the day. I don't see like a cohesive identity and understanding of where you're going to get your points as much as I do with the Nuggets. And it comes back to this idea that like this Jokic Murray pick and roll for me is like the most unguardable action in the league. And you can have like these one-on-one -on -one amazing scorers. We see that with the Bulls too, right? Demar's really good. Zach's really good. But there's not like that identity there that you can default back to when things get tough, when you are up against a team that could outgun you. And so I tend to lean with the Nuggets repeating just because I don't see anybody matching that aspect of it. And so when you're in a moment in a game where you just don't know what to do or it's crunch, crunch time and you're down two, what do you go to? And it's like, is a Kevin Durant ISO mid-range better or going to provide you with a better look than a Jokic Murray pick and roll? I don't think so at this point. Right. Guys, they are great. Will Gottlieb with CHGO Bulls, they do a fantastic job. And then, of course, Espo, the Phoenix Suns, our sworn enemies, our sworn <laughs> nemesis. Rivalry just beginning, Espo, just oh, hey, beginning. It's 1-1 one, one in the playoffs. Oh we got to have, have a rubber match. Get this guy <laughs> Don't get here. comfortable with Larry. Get He's coming this to Phoenix guy this year. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. Let's take a break on the other side. Let's bring on D-Line Co. at Superstar Dev. Guys, Shady Rays, we're wearing them on the show right now. I don't know what we would do without our Shady Rays, man. We would be absolutely screwed here in Vegas, here at the Circa, here at the Stadium Swim. Um, use the code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized Shady Ray sunglasses at ShadyRays.com. Look, if you're down here in Vegas, man, you need sunglasses. It is a requirement. Make sure you get hooked up with Shady Rays. They hooked us up with all pairs, you know, all of us here. Check these out. Oh, those are great. You can go to ShadyRays.com, scroll their entire selection. They got an option for everybody. Use the code DNVR, 50% off, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. Also, shout out to Circa Resort and Casino, where we're staying, where we're doing all our shows from. Today we're here at Stadium Swim. Woo. I mean, you probably, like, I didn't, I had never been here before, but obviously I saw a picture of the pool, like, saw pictures of how viral it's gone. We were all here last night watching the UFC fight. It's freaking awesome. Um, there's no better place to, like, watch a sporting event in Vegas than here at Circa at the pool. You can bet here live at the pool. There are kiosks right down there. I just placed a little nice little parlay Did for you? tonight. Little Nugget Spurs parlay. Did you talk to Dev first? Dev cannot stop winning. Yeah, we, we actually conferred about it. Okay, but yeah, good. you can bet right down there, drinks, food, watch the game, whatever you want here at Circa at Stadium Swim. So it's incredible. We've loved staying here. So if you're coming to Vegas, Broncos Raiders, Avs Golden Knights, Pac-12 tournament, if you're still coming for Summer League, use the code DNVR20 at Circa. Get 20% off your stay. That's unbelievable. Like that's an awesome discount. Use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your stay here at Circa. Alrighty, we back baby segment two. 
Man, I got a take from the first segment. I uh, got to also say, Kata Bates Diop sucks. <laughs> he wanted to get the full he point in. sucks. <laughs> you guys are just walking. Imagine what they're thinking, walking in to just be like, what? We, we, I don't actually know what the argument was. No, but no, I, no, I, but I, I agree with the premise. Yeah, he's right. This is not wrong. signed Kata Bates Diop. It was brought Early up in free agency, and he's been talked about as like a guy for that. I love this. I love this he part sucks. of the year. <laughs> you know who also sucks? Bull Bull. <laughs> and uh, Tory Craig. While we're at it, K anybody K else that they want to take off of our garbage heap? Kata Bates Diab was definitely cited as a reason that the uh, you know it's going to be different this year. Um, but that's neither here, <laughs> neither here nor there. I will say this though: Will Gottlieb might be more pragmatic than Wind. I've gotten less and less pragmatic as the time's gone on. <laughs> You're a champion now. There's no need yeah, to be pragmatic. I know. I know. We are in a wind tunnel right oh, now at the moment this. here. I love um, this. This is the first wind that is blown. The, the, I, normally we enjoy wind on this show. You're del a delight. A lot of people are wind. saying this is the windiest day in Vegas history. This, That's this, what this I've is heard. what it looks like when the wind is actually blowing through his hair. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, all right. Hopefully it dies down here in a second. The audio gets a little bit clearer here. Oh, there it goes. All right. Um, but let's talk real quick, guys. So last night, or actually this morning, I rewatched the Summer League game. I'm that kind of sicko. Not wow. everybody will watch Summer League games two times. Wow. But I went through I do have some updated takes. My first take, I was... Peyton Watson looked a lot worse to me on rewatch. Uh-oh. I hate to Man. say it, but he looked a lot a lot worse, like meaningfully worse. Because there were some guys that were a little bit better, a little bit worse, you know, whatever. We were close enough. Peyton Watson, to me, the good plays were so good, yeah. and that's what you think about. But the bad plays were yeah. more numerous. And, and, and here's the biggest thing I'm going to bring up. What is Peyton Watson? He's first and foremost a defender. I think first and second he's a defender. Yes. And then the offensive stuff. I thought his energy throughout the game on the defensive end was way worse than I expected. The mistakes were there, but the energy to me is the part that concerns me. That's the scariest part about you know his game altogether because when you have a guy that's a defender, the biggest thing about them is their energy, how they could come off of the bench and, and provide energy to the starters or the rest of the team. And also, they play the hardest. When you're a defender, you have to play the hardest. You have to you know get everybody else involved um, in a different way, not scoring. So when you have a guy that is in this type of setting that's just not standing out in the things that they stand out the best, then it, that starts to go to their weaknesses, and that's when it becomes a problem. So, yeah, Peyton Watson, I didn't think that he was that good yesterday because of those lows. He went against Bochamp. I just thought that he was going to be more impactful um, on the defensive end of the floor. But there were also plays, you'll remember this one, D-line, he dribbles and he just loses the yep. handle. Yep. And then he like runs out of bounds yep. screaming. And it's one of those ones where he probably couldn't have gotten back and done anything. But he just had a lot of plays like that. I My read on kind of all of that, like all of the plays of his that felt like he was doing too much is that like his family was in the crowd. It yeah. was like sort of understood that he was the guy. Yeah, it's a after big the moment. Game, yeah. After the yeah, game, he had he a couple guests sitting courtside right after next to the us, game. Actually. Like uh, he like came up into the crowd and like like immediately met with his family. It's, I I just feel like he was just trying too hard. Uh, but I mean, you know, we talked about that yesterday. Is that like those lows were uh, like very low, but they were also always in in my memory represented things that he wouldn't be doing anyway. Yeah. I mean, here's That's a, it's a really good point, though, Eric. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking about with Peyton Watson. Like, the Nuggets need him to be a defender, first yeah. and foremost. An energy guy who gets steals, who block shots, who plays a role like Christian Brown played last year. But that's not how I think Peyton Watson envisions himself as a player. What did you think of my take of uh, that the other rookies froze out Hunter Tyson in the second half? <laughs> well, I, I didn't think that was necessarily. <laughs> yeah, but just to stick on that. Um, <laughs> to stick on which one? <laughs> on Peyton Watson. Okay, I was going to be like, I don't oh think God. we want to move there just yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, to stick on Peyton Watson, I, the, the biggest thing is we kept on measuring him against Marjan Bochamp. But the bigger one would be Andre Jackson Jr. Right, yeah. That was the guy that played extremely hard the that's entire the time. Yep. And that's where I was like, okay, that's more of the guy that I see, you know, Peyton Watson sticking I agree. into. And we go back to the, the play when he got the double blocks. There was no way in hell that he should have gotten no, back to. No way. Not only, not like, even got back alter the shot, right. but he actually blocked the shot. And it was because one person was just like, Cool. I know. Chill. You, like you know who wouldn't have gotten that block is Peyton Watson. Right. Right. Exactly. He wouldn't have run that's, back. That's what you. That's what you should have been. Like yeah. so, we watched. You know the the play the game back. He should watch the play. Like how did he catch up to me? I need to play harder right yeah. there. Yeah. And 
this is a little bit different because it's summer league setting, but I, I hope in a real game they ask him about that and he said, like, I, I fucked up on that. I yeah. messed up and I need to but play it, harder. But it wasn't one play, and that's the thing. It yeah. was one of, like, 20 plays where I just felt like he could have been more. And I come back when, when Calvin Booth came on our show and we were comparing him to Andre Iguodala. The difference that Calvin Booth stated was Iggy probably knew what he was more at this stage than, than Peyton does, and that's exactly how I feel. He's Andre Jackson, but better, and he has offensive game that's going to grow, but he's Andre Jackson Jr. to start, and you got to be that. But he doesn't play with that energy. He plays more like he, he plays is. plays with a star-level energy. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's who he wants to be. Like I don't think he sees himself going on a Christian Brown track. Yeah. Like Christian Brown's track is just to be a really, really good role player. You know, maybe like your fourth or fifth best starter. Right. I think Peyton Watson sees his track as being a star. Right. Like being like a number one or number two guy in this league. And what made Christian Brown work so well last year was yes, he had the skill set, but his mentality was, yeah, I'm just going to be the hustle guy. Right. And, and that's why he was such a good fit. Like, we need Peyton to have that mentality when he's playing right. the role he is next but he, year. The, yeah, except for that here he's the number one guy. That, yeah, but, I mean, that's but, the but thing. even Christian Brown last year, he was the number one guy. Remember he shot like 30 times in the first game. Like, yeah, but they he were, still like, played hard. Play. He oh, played he, hard. I, I agree with you H there. His mentality was, I'm going to play. I see what you're saying. I'm going to yeah. scrap. I'm going to hustle. Like, that's that's what we need from Pee-Watt tonight. Yeah. P-Watt should be trying to impress everybody with how hard he plays. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that honestly should be it. And if I'm Calvin Booth, that's probably the conversation I had with him last night. It's just like, hey, man, yeah. whatever happens, just be the hardest working guy. I remember Tim Conley in the talk, when he was here talking about Will Barton and when he brought Will Barton in and Will Barton was really down because he knew he was better. That was his advice to Will Barton. He said, listen, man, forget your skill set. It doesn't matter. Just be the hardest working guy every yeah. second you're here, yeah. and then your skill set will shine through that, and then you'll stick. Because at the time, if you remember, Will Barton came over. He might have come over not been good and cut. Yeah. Like, he wasn't a sure thing, yeah. but he came over, he did that, and then his skill set was able to grow. Peyton has to be the same way. Yeah. And we're kind of being harsh on him because the skill set, to Eric's point, the skill set is exciting, and it is enticing, and that's what was on display. Yeah. But it wasn't on display as much as it could could have been, I think, because of the energy portion of it. See, I would describe him as explosive, but yeah. not like not long-lastingly energetic. Like there were a lot of times he was getting blown by at the point of attack, which is it was actually pretty surprising to me, as long as he is. Um, but yeah, there was just a lot of stuff that yeah, you're right. Like he just kind of gave up on the play, and there was, uh, there, you know, like a, there was uh, a few times when it felt like he was too cool for school. You yeah. know, like that 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 bad attitude kind of that you get out of NBA players sometimes. But all the same, like. I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, like I saw enough good things that I was like, okay, cool. Those are steps to build off of right. all of those. Yep. I just hope in this game, so we'll get to this. Actually, that, that, that's what I'll say. For Peyton Watson tonight, what do I want to see? First and foremost. No, 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 no. Energy. Okay. I want him to be well, dead. Consistent energy, yeah. Yeah, consistent energy, sure. I want him to be dead tired by the end of this game because he left it all out on the court. I know that's weird to say for a summer league game, but to <laughs> me, that's like, I want him bleeding! But I mean, <laughs> hey man, playing hard is a skill, so sure. you might as well practice that skill because that's what the Nuggets are going to need from him. Yeah. The other guy that stood out to me the most on rewatch was Colin Gillespie because I described it as maybe if he hit some of those shots, would he have looked better? Absolutely not. No, I know, right? Absolutely, Absolutely he not. He was having a horrible point guard game. He really point guarded poorly in this game. Terribly. Um, and I thought in the second half, you mentioned freezing out Hunter Tyson. I honestly don't think it was that. I think two things. One, they went that dumb zone and it just yeah. disrupted Denver. Which should be illegal in some but, way. <laughs> and that part stood out too. But the second part is... I think Colin kind of pressed in the second half a little bit. Yeah. I think he was like, I had a bad first half. I got to take over. And he definitely Look, did not man. need to take over. And I and his takeover went poorly. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Like, if you look at Colin's situation, he's been on this two-way contract. Yeah, he was injured last year. Now they just brought in another point guard, signed him to a four-year guaranteed deal. And it looks like he's already ahead of him on the depth chart. You know, Pickett's already ahead of Gillespie. So... I could see him pressing because, like, he needs a good performance at Summer League to, like, be in contention, you know, with Pickett. I mean, I don't even know if that's possible anymore. Pickett just might have vaulted so far ahead of him. But, like, Colin's got to start showing something. Right. You know, like, keeping a guy around on a two-way contract when he's hurt the whole year, undrafted rookie, that never happens. But they did it because they believed in him. 
And so he's he's got to start showing something. I mean, I will keep defending him mode and just say that he had a year off. Like he's he's probably he looked rusty, and when he tried to pick it up, it was a pickup of effort. I don't think it was selfish. I think it was like, all right, I got to. He started pressing because he wanted to make an impact, and yeah. it it did not help. Is he on a two way? Yeah. Or like right now. Yeah, he's a two way. So he's not on. So he actually has to show himself in in a different way. And he started out so bad that he he has to press a little bit more. That's. That's just kind of what it has to be. Um, offensively is not where his game is going to stand out. He has to run the offense. Yeah. He has to get others steady involved. Gillespie, he has to be steady, um, as, especially as a, a true point guard. And we didn't see that in the first game. So um, I do hope that the first game, you know, that was just that game. And now they're just like, okay, let's be calm. Let's play as a team. Let's yeah. get others involved. Let's run yeah. the offense the way that you're supposed to because that – really is Denver Nugget basketball, even though these are not Denver Nugget players, you know, just yet. The thing that's most concerning to me is that this was the first action we've seen from him since he was injured. Right. And we don't know. I mean, we heard through the grapevine a little bit that, like, there was a setback at some point. I, I'm curious, like, if he's... From him. I'm, he said it. I'm curious. I mean, he didn't say it to me, so... Uh, uh, um, I am curious, like, where he's at. Like, if if his leg hurts. I mean, he still wears that insane. Uh, it's, a sh like, the sheath, I suppose. But, it, like. Sleeve? Uh, sleeve, thank you. Is that is a sleeve on a leg? Or is that ex saved exclusively for an arm? Man, question of, for the philosophers. A lot of guys have leg sleeves these days. I don't know if it's a sleeve, technically. It, it's it a seems leg like there's maybe a, something under there, A, a leave. Anyway, uh, so I've not seen him. Like I want, I need to see him like perform well because I need to be sure that he has recovered from his injury. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, who is Colin Gillespie? I mean, this, this is Steady Gillespie. Right. You know, his calling card has been and should be. All right, I'm a guy who can run the offense, who can get us into stuff, who's going to be consistent and yep. steady. So. That's the player he's always been. I I kind of have some faith in him that he's going to bounce back tonight. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. There's one more guy on the other side I want to get to, and his nickname, the Monroe Menace. Oh, God. Or is it the Menace from Monroe yeah. or Menace of Monroe? <laughs> I think it's the Monroe Menace. Not, we, the, not the bro from Monroe like I coined. The bro from Monroe. We have to have to confirm with him for like a third time tonight. <laughs> the bro from Monroe. I love He's going to be like, guys, stop asking me about this stupid nickname. Those guys don't listen. It's every day I tell you. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, man. Cirque has been great. I do wish we had some Breck Brew, though. That would be cool. That would yeah, be like cool. to, to swim into. I agree. <laughs> um, Breck Brew, the official beer at DNVR. If you don't where, if you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator. That's on their website, breckbrew.com. Check out all our favorites: the Avalanche Amber, the Vanilla Porter Junior, Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinker. They've got good company hard seltzers as well. If you don't know, if you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator, breckbrew.com. Just type in your zip code. Also, it's the summer. Make sure you're drinking the Mountain Beach Sour. Woo. Just a perfect beer for any occasion. If you're sitting at the pool. Yeah, if you're looking to get drunk in Las Vegas. Hey, man. That'll do the trick. Check out the Mountain Beach Sour. Also, make sure to check out Ivy Nutritional Wash yeah. Park. These two are linked, by the way. These two reads. <laughs> you drink the Breck Brew. <laughs> yep. Then you go to Ivy Nutrition. Sure. Bro, I needed them so bad. I almost flew home to go to Ivy Nutrition on, on I know. Saturday. You can get a way worse Ivy here. I can't probably. Yeah. I almost flew home just for that, then yeah. flew back. You could probably walk out on Fremont Street, probably get an IV from a guy on the street if you yeah, want. But a guy on that's a different IV. Yeah, yeah, but like that, it's like laced with COVID. Yeah. I mean, you don't really know what you're laced. getting. It's, it's like it, it, he pulls it first out of an iguana and then into your arm. It's, it's free monster. Don't do that. That's the new rage, dude. Iguana <laughs> juice. You haven't heard of it? I have heard of it. I have. Um, IV Nutrition, they hook you up. We've all been there. We all went to the Wash Park location, got IVs, sat in the zero gravity chairs. Oh, baby. Watched the fountains right on the wall there, soothing music all around you. It is a great experience. Uh, they got, they know what they're doing. Super professional. They also offer wellness blood testing and consultations, intermuscular injections with vitamin formulas. Of course, every IV drip that you could want. Stop by their wash park location on the corner of Alameda and Downing. Mention DNVR when you come in. Get 50% off your first IV nutritional drip. 720-259-4404. All righty, segment three here, guys. Um, Hunter. 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 Hunt. Hunt. Uh, oh, oh, Hunter. But Hunt. is it like Hunter? Yeah, Tassin? Hunter. No, he Tassin? says, I don't know, just call me Hunter. You can just call me Hunter, guys. <laughs> call me Hunter. Hunt. 
I'm giving him way too much of an accent. It's actually not that There's nearly no that way. much. There's no way, because no one talks like that <laughs> on <laughs> Earth. Um, with him, you know, obviously his shot making everything was still great. The, the one thing I will say is he got scored on him a lot, and it, it was good defense. Guys shot over him and, and splashed some shots in his eye. Now, I have two things. There's one, get sample size, so we're, like, really going deep on this. Sometimes when you got you're not feared defensively, guys make shots over you a little easier. That's one thing for me I'm looking for out of him in this game is do guys make shots over him again? And is that a, a theme? Or was it just that guys made some couple lucky shots on him? I don't know. Yeah, you do have to go deep into like a second watch to get that because I just remember <laughs> that I remember the actual blocks. I'm just yeah. saying. Like not that's not a knock. I'm just saying like I didn't notice those type of plays. So like yeah. it is great that somebody watched it again to see like that the effort is there, but he's still making shots. And I, I feel like we've seen that in Christian Brown's first, you know, yeah. summer league action where it's like, are the arms really that small? And things <laughs> like With Hunter, he actually does have the size. Like, yeah. he actually does. But I do like the fact that he's moving. He's trying to stay in, in front of guys. And that is something that you'll watch in the second game. Like, hey, is his defense, like, worrisome? Um, are they going to make those type of yeah. shots? So, um, yeah, I, I'm expecting him to play with a lot of energy and also continue to make those defensive uh, plays. Yeah, like, his, his like rise in that game was so deeply unexpected by me that I was – I mean, I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Like, this is, it wasn't even in, in the corner of my mind. I didn't walk in thinking that Hunter would be the one to <laughs> tickle my fancy in such a way. But me, oh my, was I tickled. Yeah. What I'm going to be watching for is now everybody knows about him. Now, you know, you know about him. Okay, we, everyone we, saw the graphic, dude. <laughs> everyone saw the graphic. Everybody's like, wow, he got a fireball on the <laughs> DNVR Nuggets graphic. So that's now on the scouting report. That's like, canon now, dude. That's canon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, you know, people know who he is. Other teams know who he is. He yeah. was the third guy we talked about in terms of Denver's rookie class coming into this game. I mean, he was probably sixth on the depth chart of guys that other teams game plan for coming into last night. So, or the game two days ago. So now teams are going to be scouting him. Now teams are going to be focusing in a little bit more on him, yeah. trying to, you know, take him out of the game a little bit. So I'm curious how he responds now that he's front and center on the Nuggets scouting report. You guys, um, it's nice. This set's nice because it's like our regular set, but there's a bunch of attractive people walking around behind us. It, I'm, it's giving me some thoughts on how to remodel our set at home. <laughs> you should really look into that. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's enough. Uh, it's just Colfax. Ever. Well, there's, just not, there's no, there's no swimsuits. Yeah, there's ever. no swimsuits ever, unfortunately. Um, all right. So tonight, Atlanta Hawks. When? What do you have for us about the Atlanta Hawks? <laughs> Give us the scattered word. No, you're putting me on the spot. Well, okay. well just because I know you're the guy that makes Man, notes. I can't, and those I can't even be bothered to go into the box score for the game you watch. <laughs> You've watched it twice, and yeah. now you're expecting you, you to be. Yeah, you want me to throw this one to D-Line? Hey, D-Line, give me the scouting report on the Summer League Atlanta. Well, it, it, turns out, it turns out we could give the same amount. Harrison <laughs> has no idea either. I will say the Nuggets are underdogs. Oh, I think they're man. one point underdogs. Dev, right, what Dev? do we think? Yeah, they're one point underdogs. No, I think they're one point favorites um, in uh, this game. But yeah. it's because they have their two, um, you know, top guys playing. Their number 16 pick from last year, AJ Griffin, and then this year, Kobe Bufkin is their number 15 pick. Yep. Um, and they're both playing. But that's really all that they have right now. Like, I mean, they have like Sharif Cooper and, and things like that. But I feel like with Denver's first game, they did not play bad. It was just not the best, you know. So I do think that they're going to win this game. Um, and also, I'm excited to see the A.J. Griffin versus Peyton Watson matchup. That's the matchup, I, I think. I think that is going to be – like, it's a 6-6. Six, six, you know, they have the, the same type of, you know, game. Um, really balanced, not really offensive, not defensive, but just, like, everything. Um, and I already know that there was a conversation about how he defended Bochamp, so now he gets to go against A.J. Griffin. Yep. Um, he gets to step out on a buffkin and see how he fares, especially as the two, um, the second-year guys. Yeah, and A.J. Griffin is a m way more physical player than Marjan Bo. Like, he is built. Like, he's a big dude, so I'm curious how Watt handles that assignment. The Hawks, they lost their first game. Oh, man, they to the suck, Sacramento dude. Kings. They're 0-1. They lost 80-76. to 76. Oh, it was a close game. AJ, yeah, the, the Lakers would tell you they were right there. <laughs> it was a uh, only low-scoring game. It's only 76 points in Summer League isn't that great. Um, A.J. Griffin had 12 points and 9 rebounds. He was probably their best player. Kobe Bufkin, like Dev said, their top draft pick. He's, their, uh, or he's a guard for them, combo guard. Eight points, eight fouls, eight turnovers in 28 minutes. Wow. 
What, is, what does that tell you? Do you hear that? <laughs> eight points, eight turnovers, eight fouls in 28 minutes wow. for Kobe Bufkin in their first game. The 888 Kobe? I, yeah, they all had a near triple-double. I, um, you know, I think he'll be able to get those numbers so in the NBA. He, he was the number eight. It was eight. Then 888 yeah. equals 24. And he was also Kobe. 0 of 8 from three-point range. Wow. <laughs> I like that he got eight fouls. This was like the opposite of Jokic's 13-13-13 game. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the chat is noting they do have Seth Lundy, so there'll be three Penn State players in this game tonight, oh, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's Seth Lundy comes off their bench, only played nine minutes in that first game. But Not, he didn't he, play eight minutes? I, <laughs> I bet he plays a little more than nine. He, was, he played nine minutes. He was a plus nine. Hey, him and Funk will be guarding each other maybe, uh, but that, that, that could be fun. Um, so tonight you mentioned Bufkin, eight fouls, a little undersized. Probably guarding Pickett. I mean, he probably guards Colin Gillespie, but Pickett as well. And Pickett, you know, we saw him play a little bit of bully ball in this last game, but if, with the guy right there, that would be a game you look for him to, oh, you know, yeah, he dude. needs there to oppose his will. There is going to be a heavy dose of booty ball uh, at Cox Pavilion tonight. Uh, Just gonna get ready for it. Get prepared for it. Just let it happen. So go for it, Eric. Go for be, it. Go ahead. There's going to be a lot of booty yeah, and cocks. Yeah, so a, lot, a lot of booty ball cocks. <laughs> there he goes. He got the um, joke in. I really do think that that's a perfect, you know, matchup for him like to actually do the booty ball um you get to try to you know get a smaller guy on you and um force your will also um Jalen Pickett I think he's just going to pick up on another good game that he had and he'll feel confident going into this game like hey another guy that I have the advantage on and he's going to be able to showcase a lot of that I don't I, I don't know if I can support booty ball being a, a term that we really are with. you crazy man what is wrong with you serious I I mean, I, that's the only way to describe it. It's just every time we say it, I feel a little bit worse. Oh, you I, say I feel it. better. Oh, man. I feel so much better. <laughs> Me too. I love Look, it. We're all going to be I, I need booty to ball. say booty ball like minimum three times a show. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Goes to that booty the, the, ball. The Hawks also have Brady Manic off their bench, who probably played like the best game out of anybody for them in game one. He's that white guy from North Carolina. Shaggy hair, red beard. Probably remember him. Okay. Um, but he had 17 on five of 10 shooting from three in their first game. So he played really well. Alrighty. Um, so who are you most interested to see tonight, Dev? Peyton Watson. I, I just think that it makes sense just to see if he can bounce back from that game because, I mean, if you go off a box score, he scored. He, you know, showed that he can score. He can be very aggressive. And you want to see it, you know, be on both sides of the ball this time. So um, you want him to continue to score, but also step up on the defensive end. And also, he's the guy that had the high expectations going into this, um, you know, summer league, uh, especially for himself. And I know that he feels that he was over um, underwhelming. So yeah, I I'm expecting for him to be aggressive again, but also just to be a little bit under more control. Yeah. What about you, D-Line? I'm still looking for Hunter to, to go to. Uh, I, want, I want to see if Hunter. The Monroe can, Menace? I want to see if we're like out for a full hunting weekend. You know what I mean? Like, oh, are we, wow. Am I, am I traveling through the backwoods? No, I just, I was so impressed by, by him. And, you know, I want to see if it, it he A, plays as well. And then B, if I am as impressed if I expect it in the first place. Right. So, I mean, it was just, I don't know. I just was like, it, it came out of absolutely nowhere. But. I mean, I do also really want to see Peyton Watson, how he responds, obviously. I, he's Peyton Watson is probably the most important nugget here at Summer League as far as, far, uh, as, the, no question. As, far as the future is concerned. No, the immediate the, the, future. The immediate future is concerned. And so I, I would like to see, like, some maturation take place, like, one game to the next. Yeah. Kind of what you need to do in the NBA level. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, Peyton Watson is the most important nugget, and it's not even close. So he's number one probably in every game he's playing in. Jalen Pickett's oh. a close second for me, though, me tonight. Because the more you talk to people around the team here in Vegas, the more hype that continues to build for Jalen Pickett. And it's, like, gotten to a point where I will no longer be surprised if he's playing backup point guard for the Nuggets pretty early on next season. Yeah, not at all. And that can only happen if he continues to, you right. know, build upward. So I felt like his first game – not overly impressive honestly about what i expected from him in game one now it's like okay can he start showing stuff that yeah. is going to be very translatable to next season and um can he just start building real real momentum for being the backup point guard which is something i i think can happen early on next year yeah for me it's obviously Pickett. i mean i just i, I think Shocker. that the ball i don't know the ball i think is going to be in his hands well i was going to say earlier on he looked a lot better in rewatch to me, but I wasn't going to bring it up because it was going to be too predictable. <laughs> um, but for me tonight is a night where I'd love to see him. Can, 
like I said, I really do think that Colin kind of took over the game a little bit more he than did. I thought. He and, did. and I hope tonight he doesn't because I hope that it's a little bit more evenly distributed at best um, and, and we get a little bit more of that. But tonight I look for him to have a, a little bit better of a game. All right, let's take our final break on the other side. We got a couple mailbag questions. We'll fly through those. Woo! No, this, this season, Invisible Man, this season, watch for it. Yeah, watch for it. <laughs> Uh, guys, check out Kind Love, the dispensary in Denver that we love. It was one of the first dispensaries in Colorado, established in 2010. And uh, they are known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. Authentic genetics, patient grow techniques, one of the highest quality brands in Colorado. And what we love about Kind Love is they have the turbo joint First of its kind, 0.7 grams of whole bud combined with 0.3 grams of turbo keef. Ridiculously potent. Burns <laughs> significantly smoother than other infused pre-rolls on the market. It's not going to melt. It's not going to be messy in your car this summer. Make sure to check out Kind Love. Check out their turbo joint. You can visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR when you drop in. Get the DNVR exclusive discount 25% off all kind love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line visit their website kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering also make sure to check out Bacchus and Shanker uh, Bacchus and Shanker they win for Colorado families they've been doing so for more than 25 years and you don't pay Bacchus and Shanker anything until they win your case no upfront fees for working on your case. No fees to talk with them. You can call them up. Just chat about your case yeah, for free. Call them and ask them what they thought about uh, Jalen Pickett. <laughs> yeah. And Hunt. <laughs> They've won over $1 billion for their clients. They got. They can help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, ride share, pedestrian trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call. 222 2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backs and Shanker wins. All righty, let's get to the mailbag. Let's get a couple mailbag questions before we get out of here. It is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, and the, the sun is moving. Did you know the it's sun moving moved? right into my face? I, here. I am still blown away by the Katabates the op hype. <laughs> I am just beside myself. Yeah, man. you know how this works. You know what time of year it is. How are you at all surprised by that? But Any I mean, like, I can get hyped. I can buy the Eric Gordon hype. From Phoenix people, I can. Should we? we I need can to, buy. We need to get more hype about Aaron Holiday. That's what I've learned. Justin Holiday, oh, but it's okay. Justin, fine. Just, either one. Every holiday. Every holiday is, the, is our holiday. Justin Holiday. All right, let's let's, let's get to these mailbag questions because I'm I'm burning up. What do we have? I can't read it the says, monitor. Uh, what has your favorite thing you've eaten so far while in Vegas? Asked by Matthew Camara. Ooh. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to be a company guy, but uh, Victory Burger Ooh. at Circa. It's not just like a throwaway burger. Like it is a legit gourmet burger. Man. Yeah. It's it's a great meal. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to know I went to Cut last night, you know, very nice steakhouse here. My answer also Victory Burger. Really? <laughs> what you would you get at Cut? Uh, I had a like a, a New York cut or what was it? A, a ribeye New York a, a, a American ribeye. Oh, and there's okay. some great stuff. It was delicious too. It was delicious too. But uh, you know, I like I like my Victory Burger as well. It's kind of early in the game to be honest. I haven't also, eaten that much. Victory Burger, great salads. <laughs> great salads. Yeah, yeah. I you know why? The salad yesterday. Great. You know why? It's because they're coated in burger. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're coated in boom boom sauce. And the boom boom sauce. Boom boom, boom sauce. Boom. Do you guys have a, want to chime in? Well, I mean, like I, uh, as I mentioned, we all bought donuts, and we had one donut that eight people ate off of. It was like. Uh, <laughs> It was like, I don't know, coming home for the holidays. We all ate off of one donut. It was beautiful. I don't remember that. I don't remember having donuts. It well, uh, yeah, it we happened. went and got donuts. You had two donuts. Dev, Adam, and I went and got donuts. Adam didn't realize we all ordered our own donuts, even though he ordered his own donut. He grabbed my donut. This is so, this is the least surprising thing. Took I've a ever large heard. bite out of it, and then acted like he was going to throw it in the trash. Not acted, not, he threatened. But, he wasn't, do, but trash. he wasn't doing it to me. He believed that this was his donut and that it was not up to his standards. And so I had to threaten to murder him on Fremont Street so that he would disarm what and give me of, back. What time of day was this? Uh, I don't know if he would consider this day or night. I don't know. <laughs> well, what, what, roughly what time? Well, would you say when, you're, when you're under that it was dome on Fremont Street, it could be yeah. any time of day. <laughs> Meanwhile, we waited half an hour to get the donut. He almost threw it in the trash. I might beat him up right now, actually. <laughs> Even though I retrieved the donut. Dev, you want to chime in? Uh, my place was uh, Pizza Rock. Oh, yeah, we uh, went there last night for dinner. Oh, man, that place was incredible. The wings, hot, they had honey hot. They called it hot honey. Very <laughs> awkward. 
Everything out here is backwards. The big honey. Um, <laughs> Tyson, Hunter Tyson. Tyson Hunter. Yes, yeah, everything's backwards. Um, yeah, the pizza place was my top guy. But I really like that uh, hangover burger from Victory Burger yeah. as well. That one was solid. What else we got, Kale? Uh, is Pickett or Gillespie going to play more next year? Pick, from I would be Nuggets. shocked if very, it's not Pickett. Very I think easy. Very shocked. I'm well, telling you guys. Unless, I, unless you count playing time in the G League. <laughs> that's right. I'm telling you guys, I, I'm with me with Pickett is, I I feel almost like I do with Yoke where I like I get excited when people doubt him. You know, like it's like more real estate I get to buy up and more like this this or that. So I think it's gonna be I think almost no question. I know. have some for sale by the way if you want. For, I can't we'll, buy we'll, it. We'll uh, we'll we'll negotiate later. Okay, what else we got? Uh, Gavin Gomez says is Vol if Volk is Murray. Who are the other four starter? They were combat athletes. Example, Jokic is Tyson Fury. Oh, I love that. Or Daniel yeah. No, he's Tyson Fury. He's Tyson Fury. If you guys didn't see, Jamal Murray walked into the uh, arena last night with that guy, with the yeah. guy who won the main event last Gave night this. in UFC. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah, let everybody know about the ring. So I, it's a, a minus $1,000 or, or bet on uh, DraftKings that Jamal Murray will be at the Summer League game today. He will be at the on the side. Oh, he'll be there. Hopefully wearing <laughs> the Nug Life. Hopefully wearing the Nug Life shirt. Minus 1,000. Yeah, throw on that Nug Life shirt. Come on, man. Jamal. We know you're watching. All right, what else we got? Uh, Carl Comstad says, which Nuggets playoff game would you want to watch from the pool? Man. Uh, game four against the Lakers because there would be 95% Lakers fans here. Oh, <laughs> that'd be great. And just watching, great. Them, watching them try to pretend they're not crying by keep dunking their heads over yeah, and over. Just yeah. continually asking for the Rui matchup. <laughs> yeah, but they would like, have, you would have wet brooms. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't want a wet broom. We I, got, want, I, would, I would take uh, game six from the Suns where we could start oh, watching. Oh, that was and, a party. We You're right. Start, we could just start doing cannonballs. Could I with Espo? Could he watch that yeah, one? Dude, yeah. Espo, I'd be like, cannonball. <laughs> That's true. If you're here, you don't want it to be a nail biter. No. Like, you don't want to be in a pool. Yeah. Like that. But if you're in like a nice little ass whooping like that, yeah. Game, the game like, six hey, was. could you stop splashing? This is really close. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Cannonballs. Um, we do have a nice Photoshop though for Marissa. Let's see. This is what it would look like. I like it. This place is crazy, man. How big is that screen? Would you say? Two hundred uh, feet. A million feet. Did Kale not grab it? I did. Oh, never mind. Then just skip it. We just keep going. It's too hot. It's too hot for you to download. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Kale, like I said, it's all right. Let's go. I'm sweating my ass off over here, dude. What? Uh, oh, hey. Hey, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <With Jamal. laughs> that's what it would look like. <laughs> there was a one-second clip of it. Is that all of our questions? You know what? Let's wrap it up. I'm Josh Middleton says, hello. With all three drafted rookies getting full contracts and Jack White getting shipped to OKC, who gets sniped. the remaining? Oh, <laughs> sniped. Uh, gets the remaining two-way deals for Denver. Well, I think that uh, Colin Gillespie. Yes. Um, it's, uh, I'll bet you Grant Golden it's does. It's the golden era. Ah, the golden era. Could and be. then it's actually like a guy on another team. So I that's, agree. Why it's, that's why it's important that we're watching these games. We're like, who, you know, who else is standing out? Yeah. So, I mean, just talking to people with the Nuggets, like they are very much watching other teams and yeah. seeing if there's potential two-way guys out there that they can snipe from them. They could ship from them? <laughs> maybe, maybe Brady Manic. Yeah. So, I mean, if a guy's going off against the Nuggets, like, they're, they're paying attention to him. I would try to get Nico Mannion. <laughs> <laughs> Nico Mannion. Such a classic Summer League standout guy. Oh, like Fifth-year uh, point guard. I can't, right. believe, <laughs> I can't believe Nico Mannion murdered Julian Strauss. Oh, that, we didn't talk about that yesterday. That was the worst play. That was <laughs> the worst play. That. Dunked right on him. That oh was a rough God. one. And we didn't even mention Strother. It'd be nice to see him have a nice yes, game tonight. Yes, yes, nice yes. I would actually, I would actually love that. I would like to see a little Strother streak. A little, uh, you know. Is that what we're going with, huh? Uh, a Strawberry, a straw. Well, we'll, we'll keep workshopping. All right, hit that <laughs> outro music. Kale. I'm fucking back. <laughs> Guys, thanks for hanging out with us at the swimming pool oh, stadium swim here at Circa. Ball. I'm gonna we're go gonna go in. do some cannonballs right now. Uh, cannonball. We're gonna go watch some Nuggets basketball. We'll be back tomorrow, same time.